pros do it right by relying on trusted brands to get the job done. Lowe's is here to help with more of those brands in stock like DeWalt and Little Giant. We stock the largest in-store selection of DeWalt power tools and accessories of any national retailer. Now save $60 on a two-pack of DeWalt 20-volt max batteries, now just $99. Plus, we now offer the Little Giant King Combo Ladder, the world's first step, extension, and leaning ladder, giving you the flexibility to do just about any job for only $159. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 616, U.S. only. Hello, Grinders, and welcome back to the Daily Fantasy Fix Podcast. I'm your host, Travis Mangone, here back on a beautiful Friday. Uh, Really excited for this slate. You guys know, why do I like Fridays? We got a nice 15-game slate. That's great for ownership in general. We can kind of just throw it out the window and uh, have a good time. So love the 15-game slates. Gives us a ton of different options. If you haven't yet, check out our sponsor site, Fantasy Draft. Head on over and check that out. Uh, They have awesome contests. And the one thing that's great about them, if you don't know, is, uh, you know, position flexibility, infield and outfielders is kind of how you pick your positions and you don't have to take uh, you know catchers and shortstops just some guys that are not in the greatest positions at times on certain days so uh, love playing over on fantasy draft so head on over and check that out today I heard yesterday's slate was absolutely wild. Uh, I did not play uh, that much yesterday. I mean, I think I played one team. I can't even remember if I made the team or if I canceled it. But uh, I uh, I was busy yesterday, so I just knew I couldn't really play. And uh, kind of happy because uh, I heard the scores were absolutely wild yesterday. Uh, some I saw a screenshot score of like a 275, I think, on DraftKings, which I don't think I've ever seen that on DK. It was absolutely insane. But uh, yeah, we'll have to see kind of how uh, this slate takes uh, uh, shapes up. I don't think it's going to be a slate that's a wild scoring one like uh, yesterday's but I guess we'll kind of have to see we still have a Texas game obviously and uh, that Texas game went wild for 17 runs and all the offenses went crazy yesterday but uh, let's dive right in and kind of talk about this slate Uh, we don't have the Padres and Cubs game that's an early game but other than that we got all the games here First up, we got Miami Marlins. We got the Philadelphia Phillies. This is an eight and a half total with Trevor Richards and Vincent Velasquez. And uh, Vincent Velasquez against the Miami Marlins, I kind of think this is a really interesting spot for some upside for him. Uh, at his price at 8.1K FanDuel, 8K DraftKings, and then Fantasy Draft, 15.2K is a really nice mid-tier option that has some strikeout upside that I think we need to take a look at against this Marlins team. Sure, the Marlins are a team that uh, they can be pesky at times, but uh, they can strike out. This is a perfectly fine spot, and uh, Velasquez has the K upside, right? 4.13 x fifth this season, 27.1 K percentage. The walks at 9.3%. I don't love that, but, uh, and I also don't love the fly ball rate at 41.8%. And his, his numbers against lefties have been a problem. But if you look at this lineup, it's very righty heavy lineup. So uh, here's the lefty numbers just to kind of put it in perspective. Woba, 336 uh, against lefties. Against righties, it's 280. ISO is 215. Against righties, it's 106. So if he can just get through Dietrich and Bohr, and then, you know, obviously Riddle and Sierra, who we're not too scared of. Those guys don't have a ton of power anyways. It's really Dietrich and Bohr, the two scary guys. Other than that, though, those righties, they can easily uh, he can easily have his way with them. So I like Vincent Velasquez. I think there's a lot of upside against this team. The Marlins with their current lineup are striking out 23.2% of the time. Uh, sure, it's not the greatest there, but I do think that this is a team that uh, could struggle a ton. So uh, I like uh, Vincent Velasquez, a nice mid-tier pitcher on the slate you can consider in cash and in tournaments 
Uh, let's talk about uh, Trevor Richards now here. Sure, I see a righty against the Phillies, and you know that normally gets me excited because of the strikeout rate that they can have. But uh, I don't know for the price of seven three and like fourteen point five k. I don't know. I just don't think I need to play Trevor Richards. But I, I get yourself talking talking yourself into him. Uh, but it is in Philadelphia where it is a better hitter, hitter's park. It is worth noting it's a hitter's park upgrade for the Marlins too as well. But um, I don't know. I just don't think this is the right slate to be playing Trevor Richards. I'd rather find the extra money up to a guy like uh, Vincent Velasquez and some other mid-tier options instead. Let's go to the next game. We've got the Cincinnati Reds and the Washington Nationals, and this is a nine and a half total here with uh, Anthony Desclafani and Gio Gonzalez. And uh, speaking of mid-tier options, I'd rather pivot to this is one of them in Gio Gonzalez. Uh, yeah, I don't love that. Uh, you know, they're playing. You know. The Reds, right? The Reds are a team that they can have some pop and power, but uh, I do think there's strikeout upside here. Uh, that's the thing with Geo. I don't like, love rostering Geo, but I do think this Reds team has gotten a lot better. Uh, you know, Eugenio Suarez scares the crap out of me in this lineup, but overall, this lineup is not that great. There are some guys in here that can scare me, but Gio Gonzalez is a guy that can be uh, a little scary to roster, but in this spot with the weather, uh, I think if the weather's fine, we can give him a shot in tournaments and cash games. Uh, I think he's a perfectly fine play. I pulled up some of the numbers on Gio Gonzalez, and uh, there's some things worth noting. 4.37 xFIP, the K percentage at 20.7%. That's not great, but obviously against this Reds team, uh, you know they strike out 22.4% of the time. That obviously is uh, you know some upside there for him. The the key I have with this Reds team, which kind of scares the crap out of me, like I said, uh, you heard me say the Reds could scare me a little bit here. Uh, but 11.5% walk rate for Gio Gonzalez, and the Reds are actually ranked third in walks per game this season. So I do worry that like you know guy like Vado will walk, right? We'll maybe get uh, Peraza or whoever is in the two-hole to walk. And then, like, Eugenio Suarez just takes him yard. Like, that is the bat that scares me, right? I'm really not scared of a lot of these other guys. Uh, you know, this bottom of the order isn't great. And, like, for, for instance, we have our projected lineup right now is Peraza, Irvin, Vado, Suarez, Jeanette, Barnhart, Dixon, and Hamilton. I mean, there are not some good players in this lineup, like with Dixon and Hamilton and Irvin. Like, they're just not not great players. And sure, Gio could have his way, but I do. I am very scared of those walks. Uh, it's just that's that's typically Gio though. Whenever you roster him, but I do think he's a perfectly fine pivot option. Uh, just don't watch this game if you play him. That's definitely my uh, advice to you. And uh, I think he's someone you put in your player pool. But man, I think this matchup is scarier than uh, people might think because they might just see the Reds and think it's a you know going to be a cakewalk, and they're not in Cincinnati too, which. Is is obviously a, a nice upgrade, but uh, we'll see how it goes. He's Geo's in my player pool, but I don't think he's touching my cash games today. Uh, next up, we got the St. Louis Cardinals, Pittsburgh Pirates. Oh, sorry. I, sh I talked too much about the Reds. We need to move on and talk about the Nationals offense. And they have a 5.41 implied total, guys. Uh, against Anthony Descalfani, this is a fantastic spot to go to, uh, you know, this this Nationals offense. They're on fire. I would just keep playing them right now. You know, Descalfani, he, he showed some K upside in the last outing. And he's a guy that I've rostered a little bit this year. Not a ton, but uh, I don't think he's like, you know, this absolute gas can. But in this spot against his Nationals offense and the numbers that he's put, you know, shown this season, I think all these lefties are going to give him fits, right? Look at the Woba, 410, ISO, 400. I mean, those are extreme numbers. Uh, this is a spot where I'm just going to, you know, look at all these lefties, right? Eaton, Rendon, Harper, Soto, Adams. Love these guys. Uh, they're in phenomenal spots. Uh, I think Harper's one of the best plays on the board today, like especially on FanDuel at 4-3. That's way too cheap of a price. This is going to be one of the top offenses on the day to be targeting, and I'm curious if there'll be traction on it, but again, it's a 14-game slate. I don't think that'll matter that much, uh, and I'm going to load up on Nationals today. This is definitely a good spot to get exposure to these guys. 
Next game up, uh, St. Louis Cardinals, Pittsburgh Pirates. Now we can talk about this game. This is an eight total with John Gant against Chris Archer. And uh, probably why I jumped into this game so quick is I am excited to talk about Chris Archer. I like this spot for him. Uh, he's 9K on FanDuel. DraftKings, he's 8.2K. And then Fantasy Draft, he's 15.9K. Against this righty-heavy Cardinals team going into Pittsburgh, which is more of a pitcher's park. I love this spot for Archer. I think this is a spot where he can absolutely, uh, you know, have a big game. Kind of, uh, you know, new place, new face. Maybe that'll be a nice, uh, you know, breath of fresh air for him so i like archer in this spot uh, he's a good pitcher i'm someone that i kind of am happy that the pirates uh went and got him it was a weird signing but i do think uh you know overall think about it it was a smart signing by them to go out there and get a pitcher like him because you know he, he's shown uh flashes of being an ace in the past uh this year i mean not as much uh xfip is at 3.94 k percentage at 24.7 percent walk rate 7.5 percent uh he has had his struggles with his lefties and obviously matt carpenter is going to scare the crap out of anybody scared the crap out of every single righty so uh yeah if he can just dodge him in the lineup i think he'll be fine and archer could have a huge outing i love him in cash games love him in tournaments think he's a really good option on the opposite side john gant not rostering him but uh you know maybe looking at some pirates right if i get adam frazier like batting first uh he's a solid play at least on FanDuel, and like same with colin moran because they're at that 2.2k range with the platoon advantage that's kind of what i'm looking at there uh don't love these guys as much on DraftKings at 3.8 and uh 3.6 but uh i mean i think it's just the Pirates are just they're typically really underpriced on FanDuel and sometimes they're just almost the minimum it's just hard to kind of pass up on uh fantasy draft 7.7k on a guy like Frazier and then 7.2 on Moran again uh, I don't love that I think you can find better values and it's more of a FanDuel play on the Pirates if you want to get some cheap exposure to those guys uh, next game up, we got the uh, Chicago White Sox of Tampa Bay Rays, and we got Lucas Giolito against Ryan Stanek, and uh, this just feels like an absolute, like, I don't know if it's total stay away game, but it's a game I don't love. I'm really not playing Stanek, and I'm not playing any White Sox bats here. I don't think it's necessary in this ballpark, so uh, I'm going to pass on that. Then we look at Lucas Giolito. He's been a guy who struggled a lot this season, uh, but just like this ballpark is not the greatest ballpark, uh, and I don't love Ross and the Rays that much. I typically look to a guy like Jacob Bowers, who's just keep smashing for over and over i like bowers here in this spot i'm gonna be i'm gonna play him uh yeah but i just don't want to play too much in this game and i think with it being such a big slate i don't have to go crazy and i'm mainly just gonna play bowers in this spot maybe i'll play uh michael perez for a cheap catcher option uh you know he's kind of only 3k on uh DraftKings, and then he is on fantasy draft he's 5.8k so that's a really really cheap value over there so maybe i'll take a shot on him but i'm not going too crazy with bats in this game next game up Atlanta Braves, New York Mets. We got Anibal Sanchez against Jacob DeGrom. And uh, DeGrom is one of the top pitchers on the slate. If you look at a lot of these top pitchers that we're going to talk about, uh, they're not in the greatest matchups. Uh, that's kind of what uh, the theme of this slate for the Aces is. And, uh, you know, DeGrom against the Braves. Yeah, it's not a phenomenal matchup, but DeGrom has been phenomenal this year. It's hard to ignore if you are paying up. And I'm not saying you have to pay up on the slate, but if you are, DeGrom is the guy I'm going to. 3x fit this season, 30.1k percentage, walk rate at 5.9%. I mean, he's getting great ground balls at 46.2%. Uh, you know, keeping the ISO to both sides of the plates. Uh, one is at 115 against lefties, against righties, it's uh, 0.068. And then the Woba is down too as well. I mean, just having a phenomenal season overall. You guys know Jacob DeGrom is just crushing this season. Just a matter of will he get the run support. But I like him in this spot. I uh, think he could have a really nice outing, despite it being the Braves, who are not the, not the team that we love to target uh, in the league. 
Well, let's talk about Anibal Sanchez here. Sanchez is a guy that uh, I'm not really looking to play here, and then I'm not really looking to target too many Mets. If you want to take, say you're building 150 teams, you want to put like, you know, Nemo and Conforto in your script, and maybe Jeff McNeil's like a nice value. I wouldn't hate it, but uh, that's really as far as I'm going. This doesn't feel like a spot to really stack them up, uh, so... Uh, overall, just to sum up, like the the Grom again one more time is uh, he's probably the cash game guy you spend up on, and he's the tournament guy you want to spend the ball. I'm curious if people spend up on this slate. I don't know if that's going to be the case. I do think the mid tier is strong enough where you don't have to do it, but you, I don't know. I I'm, I typically try to pay up, obviously, in my cash games if I can, and uh, based on some of the prices too, I'm sure we'll be able to. But kind of have to just see how some things shake up. Uh, but he's in my player pool on my number one uh, raw points play on the entire slate. Next game up, we got Jaime Barria and Mike Clevenger here, and uh, this is a game where we've got the Angels going into a better ballpark, which is something I normally love, but going against Mike Clevenger, that's not an easy matchup, and that's kind of one of those things where uh, I look at Clevenger's price around the industry, and I kind of like it too. Uh, you're getting him at a you know 9.5K on FanDuel. DraftKings, you're getting him at 9.3K, and then you're getting him on Fantasy Draft at 18.1K, and we've seen him this year really expensive, and this is not a spot where he's as expensive as he was. The problem is just the match against the Angels. It's definitely not an easy spot with this team going into this ballpark, so again, I'm kind of torn at what I want to do. Similar with DeGrom. I love DeGrom, uh, and, but it's just like we have a really good pitcher here in a tough matchup, which is a, a theme that we're going to go through throughout this slate. Uh, XFIP is at 3.95 this year. K percentage at 24.3%. The walk rate at 8.2. Definitely kept the ISO low against both sides of the plate at 130. That's definitely something that's working well uh, for him. Looking at the K numbers uh, in this Angels offense, they only strike out about 20.5% of the time with this lineup. So, and that's that's with Luis Valbuena right now in this lineup. So, I'm curious if he'll be in the uh, final lineup. Uh, so, that's something obviously worth uh, looking for. But Clevenger, I think he's in play. He's in the conversation. I'm not a cash game guy, I'm not thinking. I'm thinking more of a more of a tournament guy instead. Could be a nice pivot off of a guy like Archer just paying up a little more to be uh, kind of contrarian, but uh, I do think Clevenger is a guy that we could consider on the slate. I probably won't play him because I don't play him that much, but I do think it's worth noting that he's a lot cheaper than he has been in the past. Now let's talk about Barria a little bit here, and against the Cleveland Indians in this ballpark, uh, you know they're just a better team at home. I'm not going to do that. I think playing the Indians makes sense. If you have the money to spend up on these guys, it's a good idea. It's worth noting uh, some of these price tags on these guys: Yanner Alonso, Fanduel, 3.4K; Michael Brantley, 3.4K. Those are kind of cheap for them uh, on Fanduel specifically. Uh, on DraftKings, you're getting Brantley at 4.4K, which is kind of nice. And then Fantasy Draft, you're getting him at 8.4K. And uh, you're getting Edward Canacion at uh, 8.7K, which is kind of nice, too. So that's what that's kind of what I'm thinking here with uh, this game. So uh, definitely think I'll get some Indians exposure. I probably want to end up stacking them up, but I do think they're worth stacking up. But just there's other stacks I think I'd rather prefer. Next game up, uh, we got the Red, Red Sox and the Yankees here. Uh, the great rivalry. It's always a fun game to watch. Uh, we got a nine total here with, uh, again, like I said, an ace in a tough matchup. Luis Severino against the Boston Red Sox and then uh, Rick Porcello against the Yankees. And uh, yes, uh, Severino is the ace I was discussing, not uh, Rick Porcello. But uh, Severino in this matchup against the Red Sox is tough. Vegas kind of thinks some runs will be scored with a 4.24 implied total. I do like Severino. He's had great numbers. It's just, uh, what do I kind of do here, right? I want to pay for him, but I'm torn and kind of don't know what I'm going to do with Severino in this spot. I do think Severino is a guy that you can obviously play in tournaments and he always has the upside, but uh, I'm not playing him in cash games here. I get it. Numbers are phenomenal. 3.22 XFIP, 28.5K uh, percentage of the walk rate at 6%, but 
In cash games, I'd rather just play DeGrom. If you want to pivot to Severino in tournaments for like no ownership, sure, I get it. But uh, not not for me. I'm not going to end up doing that in this ballpark too. Better hitters park as well. Just uh, not going to be necessary for me. On the opposite side, uh, the Yankees, yeah, you could play them against Porcello. But I don't know. Like Porcello's not a guy I really stack against that much. He's not a guy I like to play. Uh, he's a lot more of an efficient pitcher and just uh, not a guy we play that much in DFS. But we don't really attack. And I kind of feel the same. Even though it's the Yankees, I know there are high-powered offense I just don't think it's too necessary on this slate so it feels weird fading a Yankees and Red Sox offense on this on like any day uh especially with a nine total but I don't know I just don't think it's too necessary uh, I'm gonna pass on this uh just don't think with these aces on the mound I'm just gonna kind of stay away uh, I'm just with Severino out there again he's an ace and then a guy like Rick Purcell who's not an ace but a really really solid pitcher uh I'm definitely not going to target this game up and pay these expensive price tags when I'd rather like you know I could pivot over to the Indians who we just talked about or some other offense right uh or this next game which is obviously one that everyone's going to have their exposure to it's the Baltimore Orioles the Texas Rangers 11 and a half total here and uh, we got David Hess and Ariel Gerardo and Hey, 11.5 total, 95.3 degrees in Texas. This is going to be a game where we want to get exposure to a lot of these offenses. And uh, yeah, I mean, just up and down, the Orioles lineup is going to be interesting here. They have a 5.15 implied total. They're pretty cheap around the industries as well. So we'll go by site, uh, kind of to break it down. To, uh, you know, on uh, FanDuel specifically, we have VR. He is 2.4K. If he's in the leadoff spot, he's going to be a guy you're plugging in at second base, probably in your cash games. You're definitely going to want to get exposure to him in your tournaments if he's at the top of the lineup. Then we have uh, Tim Beckham. He's a little expensive for my liking right now at 3-1. Uh, I think there's other ways you could go. Adam Jones, 3K is still fine. Trumbo, 2-8. Chris Davis, 2-5. Mancini, 2-6. I mean, just phenomenal price tags on all those guys I just mentioned from the 3-6. through six. Uh, They'll be some of my favorite guys to really target in this Orioles lineup uh, with VR. And that's kind of where I'm looking here. Over on FanDuel. Let's talk about the Rangers side now on FanDuel. We got Sinchu Chu, 3.1K. Still way too cheap and underpriced over there. Odor, 3.5 is definitely a little pricier. Uh, not a guy I'm going to jam in as much uh, because he was cheaper before, but I still think he's a fine play. It's obviously a good spot against Hess for him. Uh, Andrews, too. I mean, do I really want to pay 3.7 for Andrews? Again, like if you have the money for it, I get it, but I'm not going out of my way to pay for him. Veltre, 2.7, like that cheap price tag. And then Gallo, 2.7, love that price on him. He's someone I would look at. Guzman still is a decent price, but again, I, I prefer Gallo. Um, and then, uh, yeah, just, yeah, I guess Willie Calhoun, if you really need a punt, that's the guy I'd go to at the bottom of the order. But, uh, yeah, mainly Chu, Beltre, and Gallo are my favorites, uh, favorite three on the Rangers side on FanDuel. Looking at the DraftKings now, uh, you know, VR is still a guy. Again, if he's towards the top, I like him. Uh, Trumbo is probably the guy I like the most then at the four hole. I don't love the Orioles prices as much on DraftKings. I still think they're good prices, but they're not like FanDuel's where they're just like way too cheap. Uh, same with the Rangers a little bit here, right? Like, since your Chu is 4-9, I still like him at 4-9, but he's just such a value on FanDuel. Uh, on DraftKings, uh, Odor is 5.1K. Just play VR instead. It's just way easier to go there. And just at 4-5, I don't mind as much on DraftKings uh, when you're being com when you're comparing it to all the Rangers overall, just their uh, salaries. Again, like Gallo at 4-5. Man, I don't love 4-5 for him, but it is a spot against Hess where it could be interesting. I like Beltre at 3-8. That's obviously the cheaper guy uh, that I kind of trust the most. Uh, so, yeah, that's about it for that. There. and then fantasy draft it's kind of uh pretty similar to uh pretty similar to DraftKings. Uh, I do like Chu's price at 8-8. Eight, eight. Beltre 7-5, that one sticks out as well. I've definitely played Chu over Gallo. Like Gallo's 9-3 on fantasy draft. That's just kind of crazy to me. And then uh VR 6-3 on uh, fantasy draft. Uh Adam Jones is 9-1. Wow, that's a really expensive price for him. I'd rather just play Trumbo for like 7-8 and Chris Davis maybe for 7-6 instead, but 
that kind of wraps up this game. Just load up on the offenses. Do not touch the pitchers. Uh, you guys know this is like a, it's kind of like a quarters game, right? 11 and a half total. Everyone's going to be targeting this game. It'll be talked about all day in the industry. Yada, yada, yada. Next game up, we got the Colorado Rockies and the Milwaukee Brewers. Eight and a half total here. German Marquez against Junior Guerrera. And uh, yeah, this is not a game that you look at and kind of sticks off the page. But I do think there are some interesting spots here. Uh, I do think it's not a game that's uh, a terrible one. And if you look, kind of my main target is going to be uh, focusing on the lefties against Junior Guerrera, looking at Charlie Blackman and Carlos Gonzalez. I do think that those two guys are really good options that you could look at and kind of take as a, you know, a one-off here and there. Look at Junior Guerrero's numbers against lefties. 326 Woba, ISO at 177. Uh, he's just been getting hit pretty hard, 38.4% of the time against lefties. This is a spot where I think he's interesting, and it's more of a mini stack. I don't think I'm going to stack the Rockies all the way up, but I'd probably do Blackman with a cargo, and then I'd probably round it out with, like, an Arenado because, uh, you know, people probably just won't end up doing it, and uh, you'll get Arenado super low on and just, uh, yeah, like I said, I like Blackman. And uh, cargo, and if they're hitting the ball pretty well, then we'll obviously get into that bullpen a little bit. Now let's talk about against Marquez and what we'll do here. The Brewers are the favorites. Uh, they have a 4.4 implied total. I do think like a Mike Moustakis uh, against Marquez is interesting. But again, I'm just kind of looking at the lefties. Maybe Travis Shaw, who will be in the second base spot uh, for kind of cheap. But I, again, like Thames maybe. And then Yelch has been hitting the ball pretty well in July, moving into August. But uh, I don't know. I think the lefties are fine. I'm not really dying to stack them up. But I think just taking guys here and there like a Yelich, a Moustakis, a Thames, and a, and a Shaw is fine. And that's kind of the route I would go. Next game up, we got the Kansas City Royals and the Minnesota Twins. Nine and a half total here, and it's Heath Filmer against Jake Odorizzi. And uh, the Twins have a 5.51 implied total, which if you told me that, I'd be kind of shocked. I know it's Heath Filmer, but this lineup is not like, you know, anything special now, uh, you know, losing a lot of guys, you would think that they wouldn't have a 5.51 implied total. I was pretty shocked to see it as high as it was, but uh, at the top, obviously I have to like Joe Maurer, like, uh, you know, Eddie Rosario on FanDuel 2.9 is crazy. I'll be playing him. Like Jorge Polanco 2.6 is crazy. Logan Morrison 2.5 feels crazy. Uh, Miss Sano is 2.4. I know he's not the most fun roster, but that still kind of feels crazy too to me. I do think this is a spot where we have to be loading up on twins on FanDuel specifically looking at that. Like it just it's crazy not to and uh, looking at some of the numbers here on filmer yeah he has a, like a very small sample size but he has been getting hit hard by the righties so i do think righties are in play too he's a 4.96 x fit the k percentage at 13.3 percent the walk rate at 10.6 percent worth noting i like i don't love getting walks in cash games but it is nice to have guys that walk uh in your cash games because you'd feel like you're not at least getting that zero and that three can turn to a 6.2 uh as well and on top of that guys who are walking a ton of batters right uh there's a possibility of them walking the guys in front of you and having more RBI opportunities. So uh, yeah, I think getting some Twins exposure in cash is going to be something I look to do. Kind of want to talk about the, the DraftKings pricing on these guys. Again, uh, I love Rosario on FanDuel at 2-9, but 4-7 for Eddie Rosario, I don't love as much. Uh, it's definitely a, a tougher roster. Logan Morrison, 3-7, definitely sticks out as a good play. Someone I would look to uh, be playing at first base. Same with Joe Maurer at 3-9. think he's fine. Blanco at 4-1. Uh, if you don't have a cheaper option that you like, I do think he could be intriguing as well. And then on Fantasy Draft, looking at the prices here uh, again rosario kind of expensive uh, if you have the money sure he's a fine play but i'm looking more so down to go to maybe logan morrison and uh mauer and like maybe get some snow exposure do you think this could be a spot where he actually bangs one out finally
Uh, also worth noting, uh, the KC bullpen, it's not good too. So this is another reason why this implied total is kind of pretty high up there. So, uh, hopefully this is a, a good day if you roster the twins, cause I think I'm going to be rostering the twins and, uh, hopefully it'll be a good day for me and it'll be a good day for you. Cause I think this is a good offense to target here. And hopefully the, the names that people see like Nauer and Polanco, Morrison, Sano, they get kind of scared off that they're just not the greatest hitters and can have a, a lot of, uh, you know, boom bust potential and I'll be all over them for sure. So about the Royal side of the ball, we see Jake Odorizzi, who's more of a fly ball guy. This could be a spot where I think Odorizzi could give up some home runs. He's got a 5.01 xFIP, but he is in that ballpark uh, that obviously is better for you know better for uh, the uh, right hand or left handed or sorry, right-handed power. Uh, this could be a spot where uh, those lefties could struggle. And I kind of look at the lefties here and like I look at like a Lucas Duda. He's kind of interesting, but I don't want to play him that badly. Uh, you know, I think if I play anyone, it's maybe just a Salvador Perez as a one-off and uh, because catcher is not a fun position to roster and uh, he could hit Odorizzi with a bunch of fly balls. If you're giving me, you know, three opportunities to hit him for fly balls, I think Salvador Perez could hit one out pretty well. So uh, yeah, that's kind of it. I just, I don't know. I don't, I normally want to target Odorizzi because he's such a fly ball guy and he can blow up, but I just don't love targeting the Royals that much, and uh, I just don't like stacking them up, and I'm just looking to really target that power there against Odorizzi. Next game up, we got the San Francisco Giants and the Arizona Diamondbacks, 8.5 total with Chris Stratton against Patrick Corbin. And I do think this is a good spot for Corbin. He's got a nice price, uh, 9.8K over on FanDuel, DraftKings 10.4, and then Fantasy Draft 20.2K. I do think this is a spot where you can have a lot of upside against this Giants team. He gets a good matchup. Uh, sure, it's a pretty ready-heavy lineup, but Corbin has been really phenomenal this season, and uh, he's kind of been you know matchup-proof and all and just really, really good. So it's hard to ignore the numbers here. 2.86 xFIP, K percentage at 30.6%, and the walk rate at 6.8%. Uh, he's had phenomenal numbers against the righties, only a 245 Woba with an ISO of 208. Just pitched really, really well throughout the season. Corbin's a guy I probably won't be like, you know, loading up in my cash games on, but I do think he's a guy I want to get overweight on in tournaments. Really like him in this spot overall. And it's just, you know, if I want to spend up or like Corbin's just in this weird price tier where like I'd rather spend down for kind of Archer and I'd rather go up to the Grom. It's just kind of like this weird spot. And there's other guys at the, you know, at the top and the bottom too to consider. I feel like Corbin's just going to fall in this really weird price range uh, where he could get a little lost in the shuffle, but I do like him a lot. I want to be overweight on him in tournaments. On the opposite side, I definitely want to target Chris Stratton up with some of these lefties. You know, obviously Peralta, Escobar, Jay, those are obvious, obvious subset suspects. And then, uh, you know, throwing there like a Paul Goldschmidt. And that's a perfectly fine stack you could go with. Uh, like the Diamondbacks a little bit here. Don't think they're one of my favorite stacks, but they're one that, uh, you know, as I'm making my uh, stack pool, I'm, I'm kind of giving them a little bit of a percentage. I think that's kind of the route I'm taking with the Diamondbacks. Next game up, Detroit Tigers and the Oakland Athletics. There's an eight and a half total here, and we got Blaine Hardy against Brett Anderson. And uh, I do think that this is a, a very weird game. Uh, I just don't really you know. I kind of opened up, uh, you know, the. Uh the lines and kind of looked at the game and said, oh, I don't really like these pitchers, but I don't really like these offenses, right? I don't like the Tigers offense. Uh, sure, they're better against lefties, but also in this ballpark, it's not the greatest. Uh, I guess if you want to play like a Nick Castellanos as a one-off for homers, I think that's what I'm kind of going to do with this game. I'm just going to go home run chasing. Maybe chase with like a Nico Goodrum, a Nick Castellanos, and like John Hicks. Maybe do like a mini stack of that, but it's not a spot that I love these guys, and I don't like Brett Anderson, but I also don't like the Tigers bats that much, and uh, maybe just take a couple of these guys as a one-off. On the opposite side, on the A side, uh, you know, Blaine Hardy, again, he's kind of, uh, you know, not a great pitcher either, but uh, I just don't love taking players in this ballpark that much, but there is a lot of power and pop on the A's, so I am definitely going to look to stack these guys up, looking at Samian, uh, Chapman, Lowry, Davis, Piscotty, Olsen, probably that one through six is where I'm really looking. Uh, I guess you could do a wraparound with, like, Franklin Barreto, who's way too cheap, right? Uh, he's probably 
way too underpriced throughout the industry. Let me see, 2.3K on FanDuel. DraftKings name at 3.6. Uh, that's frustrating. And then Fantasy Draft, I'm sure he's up there. 7.6. So uh, maybe on FanDuel, it's more of something you could do as like a wraparound stack instead because just a really, really cheap price tag on him. But uh, I do like that 1 through 6 a lot. And I do think the A's offense is one that you should definitely get some exposure to here against Hardy. Uh, but yeah, it's just the tires are tough roster, and I like the A's is definitely a stack to get some exposure to in your uh, tournaments. Next game up, and I've been talking about it on this slate all, all slate long. Uh, tough ace against a tough offense. We got the Houston Astros, Los Angeles Dodgers. We got Justin Verlander against the Dodgers here, and the new and improved Dodgers offense is absolutely crushing the ball. I just think we stay away from Verlander here. It's frustrating to say that, but I don't know, man. It's just a really, really tough offense to be dealing with, and they've been crushing the ball. I just think we stay away from Verlander here and just play DeGrom, and I'm just going to go 0% on Verlander or not even play him. It's, it's hard to do that, but I just don't think we need to be doing it on today's slate. On the opposite side, Alex Wood, uh, I just, man, I don't know if I want to target the Astros here with Wood. I just don't think it's too necessary. He does have a sort of appealing price, 8-3 on Fandle, 8-5 on DraftKings and then uh, 16.3K on uh, Fantasy Draft. But in that mid-tier range, again, I think he's a good play and a fine play. But I just think there's better plays. I, you, could, you could play it, but I don't think I'm going to end up doing it. I think there's other guys I'd rather end up going to instead. So I feel like I'm just fading this game overall, which is kind of weird, but that's kind of just what I'm thinking about doing on this one. Last game of the slate, we got the Toronto Blue Jays, the Seattle Mariners. This is an eight total here with Ryan Barucki against uh, Marco Gonzalez. And uh, my first thought looking at this game is I saw Barucki here and I said, you know what that means? We got Nelson Cruz. Uh, we got Mitch Hanniger. Those are going to be two of my uh, favorite bats in this game to load up on. Just uh, guys that mash lefties and they're in a really good spot. So I like those two. Those are going to be my, two of my favorite plays here. If you want to, you know, throw in Segura and do a little like stack uh, of the Mariners, I don't hate it. I think uh, this will be a team that goes very uh, under-owned today. Just people won't even want to play this, but I do think targeting Baruki here is not a bad idea. And uh, you know, just you get like really like no ownership on this game uh, totally. Uh, Baruki's numbers here: four point four six xFIP, K percentage at eighteen point three percent. He's kept the ISO down, which is one of those things that uh, is a little frustrating. But again, it, it, it's a small sample. I do think he's a guy that we could still uh, target up here a little. So uh, I think taking a shot on again, Cruz and Hanniger are two of my favorite options. If you want to like throw on like you know the usual suspects uh, like Segura, Healy and uh and uh Seager, sure i think that's perfectly fine zaninu uh, i don't hate it but uh yeah again really just targeting uh cruz and hanager are the two guys that you really want to make sure you don't miss out on if you're building 150 lives make sure they're part of your player pool to mix in with your five man and four man stacks but uh on the blue jay side of the ball against marco gonzalez i really don't want to play gonzalez and i really don't want to play the blue jays that's kind of really where i'm looking at it maybe a teoscar hernandez is a one-off but i don't know really not going too crazy with the bats in this game That'll wrap up the slate, but before we kind of get on out of here, let's kind of talk about the uh, stacks that I really want to look to target today on the slate. And, uh, of course, everyone's going to play Baltimore and Texas. I'll be playing them in my cash games for sure. I'll be getting exposure to it. In tournaments, I get the reason to fade it, though, and kind of stay away. Uh, I'm going to kind of look to more pivot to Nationals and Twins. Those are two of my favorite offenses on the day. I think getting exposure to these guys is a really good idea on this slate. So Nationals and Twins are two of my favorite offenses here. One guy I want to worth note, uh, worth, uh, worth talking about, about on the Nationals a little bit is uh, Daniel Murphy. He's a guy that I... I've been saying I, I kind of want to keep uh, you know targeting uh, throughout the year because I know he's not going to continue to be this bad and uh, he's just a guy that people probably won't end up playing against uh, you know a righty that's giving up a lot of uh, struggles against lefties. I wanted to play him in that during that game when he was against the Mets uh, and I am kind of kicking myself for still not doing it. Maybe that's part of the reason why I wanted to mention him here, but I do think it's a good spot for him and just those lefties in general like Adams. Uh, 
Murphy, Soto, Harper. It's just really hard to ignore all these guys. So there's just so much power uh, in that lineup. So uh, like the Nationals and I like the Twins too. I'm going to be firing away on those guys. Those are two of my favorite offenses on this slate, despite obviously the 11 and a half total. But uh, we'll wrap it up. That's about it for the slate, guys. Thanks a lot for joining me. If you ever have any questions, give me a follow on Twitter at Travis Mangone. It's T-R-A-V-I-S-M-A-N-G-O-N-E. But I got to get on out of here. I got to go build some lineups. Good luck in your contest tonight, and I will see you later. Lowe's knows you'll do it right to find the right gifts for dad this Father's Day. We do it right, too, with deals that'll make dad as proud as his perfectly seared steak and his perfectly manicured lawn. Now get a Charbroil 4-Burner Advantage Series gas grill for just $169 and pick up your choice of Craftsman gas or electric string trimmer for only $99 each. Make this Father's Day his best one yet and do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Charbroil offer valid through 612, Craftsman offer valid through 619, U.S. only. Pros do it right by relying on trusted brands because your reputation depends on it. Lowe's is here to help by having more of those brands in stock, like DeWalt. So when you need a DeWalt tool fast, you know where to go and where to save. Because we stock the largest in-store selection of DeWalt power tools and accessories of any national retailer. And now you can save $100 on a DeWalt XR2 Tool 20-volt max brushless power tool combo kit featuring a drill and impact driver for just $289. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 616, U.S. only.